Hola, familia, and welcome to Fire and Butterflies. And I'm your host, Comadre Cristal. Uh, and welcome to episode three. Wow, three. <laughs> Fun fact about me, my favorite number is three. I don't know what it is about three. Just it's always been my favorite number. I've always been surrounded by threes. And so as I was contemplating on what to make this episode about, I realized that let's make this episode about you. <laughs> Me. That's literally the message I got. One, because here's the thing. Favorite number is three. This episode, I am recording it on the 29th of February, which is a leap day. Um, but it's also very significant because tomorrow is the March 1st. And my birthday's in March. So I'm a March baby. And so three, again, it's just, it's such a, it's one of my favorite numbers. And as I was thinking about three and the, uh, and the, being this, being this episode about three, I realized, you know what, I, I want to talk about follow up with what happened last week and me sharing and declaring to the universe and to the world and to everyone who heard that I was open or that I am open for a relationship. And I wanted to really follow up on a few things that I said in that, in that um, podcast episode, because there was a lot of me talking about my relationship with love, my relationship with my, like myself, my relationship with just relationships in general with external relationships and internal relationships. And when I said I was open for a relationship, I did say that with the mindset of a romantic relationship. But what I didn't realize is subconsciously, I really opened up. I'm open to all my relationships, like romantic friendships, relationships with food, relationships with myself, relationship with the gym. Because I also talked about the gym. And, and so after I was contemplating a lot and month of March is my birthday and I have a, I, what I do, another thing that helps me really set the tone for myself and what I need is I set intentions in the beginning of each month. I set intentions of just where I want to focus some more on, what I want to focus on in this month. And last month, February, I had sent, I had set the intention of self-love, of it's about me, 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 and loving myself through it all. Well, this month, I want to set the intention of relationships, the relationships that I cultivate and the relationships that I invite in but also like the relationship with myself. And today's episode, I'm actually really going to talk a lot about my relationship with food because that is one that lot I don't, not a lot of people talk about. Um actually not a lot of people I know talk about. Maybe and maybe if you've if you've had this episode before and I'd love to hear about it. Um cuz this is my uh mindset about it. So Stay, listen, this is what we're going to talk about. And we're going to talk about relationship with food and how I have changed my relationship with food and how I honestly, I've deepened my relationship with food. So let's dive in. I want to share that I have a personal Instagram 
account where I just, it, it's, it's solely about me and my, my journey, my healing journey. I post about my kids. I post about whatever comes up. Like it's, it's very random. Po- it's very random Instagram. Um, And I say this because last night I was looking through my pictures and I had seen that the last, literally the last week or two, I had gone out eating a lot with my friends and spending time with them. But it felt good. It didn't feel like, oh my gosh, I didn't have any, like, why did I eat all of this? Like, how did I spend all this money? Like, it wasn't that kind of, it was a lot of reflection of like, wow, what a blessing. What a blessing to be able to have tea. Because I there's this place here in my hometown where it's called the Dragonfly Tea Room. And they have like these cool little tea themed teas every month. And I've started going to this tea room for quite some time now. Like I've been going for, gosh, for like six months, a little bit more than six months. I have to look at when I started going. But I enjoy it because I never, I never thought I liked tea. I love tea. Uh, I'm not a kind of like I'm not the kind of person that knows about tea. If you are one of those, I love you and respect you for that. That's great. I just love the taste. I just like drinking tea. Um, but I enjoy it because I get to go spend time with my friends and, and it's been, it's been a life changing like situation for me because as a single mom, if I don't take, if I don't make the time for myself, no one's going to make it for me. It's not like my kids wake up and say, Hey mom, you've been having a long, long, like day, the last few days, we're going to take care of you. It doesn't happen that way. Um, I mean, of course I'm, I'm, I'm raising my kids to be that way eventually. And not right now, like I want them to be kids, but I do want them to down the line, look at the energy that they exert and say, Whoa, like I can see why some people need to set those boundaries and don't want to take care of me. Or I, I got to take care of myself again. You can come at me. It's the way I'm raising my kids. I want my kids to be independent and for them to learn to take care of themselves and I don't have to take care of them like period. <laughs> so anyways, uh, so I tend to, I, I do this tea thing with my friend last this, this month, um, depending on when you're when in February, I went to this tea room twice in one week and it was just so much fun and I enjoyed it and I took pictures and then I went and had Galentine's with my comadre, my best friend, um, cause it's a yearly thing. We've been doing this Galentine's for eight years now. No more than that. Cause she was pregnant with, with, with my goddaughter. So we, yeah, we've probably been doing Galentine's for like eight, nine years. Yeah. It's been, it's, we've been doing it for dedication. Talk about commitment right there. Um, and I went and I had, and we went to our favorite restaurant splurged. It was great. And so I was taking these pictures. I was looking at the pictures and I just started thinking, holy shit, has my relationship with food really changed? And so I'm going to read what I posted. If you haven't seen it or you don't follow me, you'll see it. This is what I, this is what I read. And this is what I wrote and posted. And I'm going to talk a little bit about this. So it says, developing a relationship with food has been a journey that has shaped my entire life. From the early days of constantly feeling like there was never enough to the later years of overindulging and still feeling like it was never enough. 
I struggled to understand the concept of enough. It became a constant battle of scarcity versus excessive or excess, leading me questioning what truly mattered. But as I embarked on my healing journey to mend my relationship with food, I began to realize that the quantity of food I consumed was not the key to fulfillment. Instead, it was about filling myself full of life in every, of every aspect. It was about nourishing not only my body, but also my heart, mind, and soul. I discovered that true satisfaction came from having a full heart where love, compassion, and joy overflowed. It came from having a full mind where curiosity, knowledge, and growth thrived. It came from having a full body where I nourished myself with wholesome foods that provided vitality and energy. It came from having a full soul where I connected with my passions, purpose, and my inner comadre. These four pillars, a full heart, mind, body, and soul, have become the foundation of my journey towards a healthier and more fulfilling life. They remind me that fulfillment is not solely dependent on external factors, but rather the internal richness we cultivate within ourselves. Now, instead of living in fear of not having enough, I embrace the abundance that surrounds me. I find joy in the simplest pleasures and appreciate the beauty of each moment. I savor my meals, not just for the taste, but for the nourishment they provide for my entire being. And most importantly, I have learned to prioritize self-care and self-love, knowing that only when I am full in all aspects of my life can I truly enjoy and appreciate the abundance life has to offer. So let us all remember that the pursuit of enough should not be solely focused on food. It should be on filling ourselves full of life, embracing the richness within and enjoying every moment without the fear of not having enough. Oh gosh. I love when I like, sometimes I just like have this deep feeling. And I just write and I just write and it just comes out. And then I go back and I edit and make it make more sense. But that's like the one thing that I really love about journaling. Um, so this was like a journal prompt that I had in my head and then I just expanded in it. And now I'm going to talk a little bit more about that and how it's helped me develop this relationship with food. And I, I'm going to be vulnerable. I'm going to be authentic. I'm going to be honest and you're going to see. When I was a little girl, I was very, 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 very skinny, very skinny. I didn't eat. <laughs> it's interesting now that I look back and I've been doing a lot of my inner child healing. Like I know why, um, but those are for other episodes. The one thing that I, I, I remember, and this is where food became an issue for me was because I was so skinny and un like honestly undernourished, my mom would force me to eat. And before all of you go at my mom, again, she did the best she could with the tools she had. Um, but she would, she would force me to eat and I would get in trouble if I didn't eat. 
And then on top of that, as I grew and I started seeing more of the scarcity in our house was there was also this mindset of you have to eat everything off your plate because there's starving children in another country who don't have this food. And so you have to count your blessings. And so there was also that mentality of like, if I didn't eat everything on my plate, I was selfish and I was not appreciative of what I have. So there was also that scarcity mindset. Um, so one, being forced to eat when I didn't want to eat. And I, I just, I, I listened to my body and yet I was forced to eat. And then on top of that, growing up with the guilt of, oh, you're not eating. Well, you, you, you're, you, you must be like selfish because there's kids that are starving. So that added onto my relationship with food. And what added also was the scarcity mindset of there was never going to be enough food. Like you have to eat because you don't know when your next meal is going to come. I grew up on food stamps. I grew up with my parents being both working and there was there just wasn't always food in the home. My mom did the best she could and so did my dad. Um, unfortunately, as you all know, if especially if you've been following from episode one, my dad was an alcoholic. So a lot of the, his money went to his habits because uh, unfortunately his habits did get worse over time. Just like any disease, it's a progressive disease. And his uh, alcoholism turned into other addictions and his money fed those addictions. So I also, we also sometimes, I remember my mom worked at McDonald's and I remember like that was, that would feed us at times, just going to McDonald's and had my mom giving her employee discount and we would have a meal. And I just, it, it, if I, I was fed. Talk about developing comfort food, very unhealthy comfort food, because McDonald's is not the best. And again, this isn't about that. This is about my relationship. And so I developed that relationship of like, okay, now comfort food means fast food. Like this is what's going to help me feel better. Fast forward. Life, teenagers, you know, teenage, teenage years are hard, oh, hard. Um, but that was where I really started to develop a, an unhealthy body image of myself because I wasn't skinny like other girls. Um, but I also wasn't like what I considered fat. Like I just, I didn't, I didn't like my body point blank. I didn't like my body and I didn't like myself technically, if you really look at it the food relationship was still there. Like I, I didn't have a healthy relationship. I didn't know about listening to your body, eating till you're full. Like it was just like you eat when you eat and you eat all of it. I didn't realize that I had developed a horrible addiction to food until I was in my mid 20s where I started to realize, oh, I eat when I'm sad, I eat when I'm mad, and I eat when I'm bored. Why do I eat so much? But I ignored it. I had I had already um I was I was at this point like but by the time I was in my mid 20s, I was absolutely weighing over 200 pounds. Over 200 pounds. 
And I was just like, oh my God, I need to go to the gym. So that's when I, that's where my relationship with the gym became very unhealthy as well. Because I started going to the gym, not because I wanted to work out, but because I wanted to lose the weight. Um, and, and when the weight would come off, it felt great. But then when I would plateau, I'd be like, what am I doing wrong? And then it was just this whole battle. And then I would compare myself to others. And then I just, I, I just didn't like the gym. Fast forward, fast forward, literally fast forward from my mid twenties to now my mid thirties, 10 years, 10 years have passed. And that relationship with food has literally just started to get better. <laughs> just started. It, it's not like I'm coming to you saying, oh my God, I have fixed my relationship with food. No, I have not fixed my relationship with food. I am now aware of my relationship with food and I am being very intentional of this relationship with food and being open to knowing that it's a give and take. I would say where I really have developed my healthy relationship started about a, two, a year ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About a year ago, around this time of month. Yeah, around March. How funny. It was around March too. And I had a moment where I was like, I'm not happy with my weight. I am not happy with where I'm at. I remember um, March of last year, I was newly single. My ex-husband had already left the house. I was a single mom trying to figure all this out. And, and on top of that, I was also raising two kids, not knowing that I was also indirectly helping them develop an unhealthy relationship with food. My kids already had an unhealthy relationship with food because of the home they came from. So for me, I was just adding to it. I just didn't know that I was doing that until I really like took a step back and started thinking and seeing, I am raising my kids with the same mentality. I get upset with them and then they don't finish their food. I get upset with my little girl when she doesn't eat all her food and she's super skinny. And I just like, again, I was getting triggered and I didn't know that until I started to really like look back and say, why am I getting mad at them for not eating? Like it's their body. Who the heck am I to tell my kid not to listen to their body? And so when I had that epiphany, that's when I realized oh, I am still holding on to unhealthy behaviors of my own with my own self with my relationship with money and not money <laughs> actually with money too that's going to be another podcast episode abundance holy crap but this is about food my relationship with food and what I started to practice and practice with my kids too was listen to your body and so and it's the funniest thing because when this comes back and like, really, like, my kids use this against me all the time now. And it's not using against me. It's not the word I should be using, but they do. Like, they will be like, mommy, I'm done eating. You told me to listen to my body. And I'm like, I did. I'm proud of you for listening to your body. But then they'll come around and say, oh, but I want ice cream now. I'm like, mm, are you listening to your body? Because like, yeah, you can have ice cream, but you got to balance it. Like, it's all about balance. You can have this ice cream. You can have the sugar. You can have this thing. But is that all you're giving your body? Listen to your body. What does your body need and want? And if your body is like, yes, I need some sugar, then a little bit. Don't go all excessive. 
And, and that's, that's really what I've seen with my kids. Um, my kid, my, I kid you not. And if you come at me telling me, oh, you are torturing your kid. I don't care. It's not torture. Trust me. It's not what you, we do to ourselves is torture. What we do to our bodies is torturing. So my kid will pass up on a donut. If you present my kid with a donut in the middle of the day, he will pass up on it. And the reason why he will pass up on it is saying, I am, and he says this himself. He says, I am saving my sugar for my ice cream. <laughs> like, because it's true. Like we have choices and we have options. And so I really have been looking at this for myself. I don't starve myself. I don't neglect my body from what it what it wants and desires. But I've also come to a place of listening and saying, do we really need this amount right now? And since I've been doing this for the last year, the last year, actually, you know what? I will, because I'm honest and I'm not going to lie and I'm not going to come up with the crazy number. I'm going to tell you how much weight I've lost with just listening to my body. I'm not going to the gym because again, that's a relationship I have to develop, but I am active. I move, I walk, I dance, I move around with my kids, I play. I'm not sitting, I'm not a couch potato. Like I really do move. I just don't go to the gym. So in the last year, just eating, just watching my body, watching what I drink, watching what I bring in, not going to the gym. Okay, remember, I'm not going to the gym. Um. Let's see. In February 28th of 2023, I weighed 248 pounds. Today, I, I weighed myself because I was like, okay, this is my podcast episode. I'm going to do this. Today, I weigh 225 pounds. I have literally lost over 40 pounds. And it's not anything, like, I'm not doing anything different. It, it's just listening to my body and developing a relationship with food, a relationship that is give and take. It's a healthier relationship. And also then diving into, and this is what I talked about in that post, feeling full. Because with my own traumas, with, with me using food as a way to fill in those voids, we use all kinds of things to fill in the voids. We do. We use food. Some people use sex. Some people use substances. Some people use people pleasing. <laughs> that was me too. My my addictions were food and being Captain Sabaho. Those were my two addictions. And the moment I was like, I need to stop doing this. I need to take care of me. I need to fill my cups. I need to take care of my four pillars because I, I stand firm on my foundation of my four pillars. And those are my body, my mind, my soul, and my heart. Those are my four pillars. And, and I really talk a lot about that in, in, in all of my teachings as a coach, like I encourage you to find your four pillars. They might, they, Hey, Take my four pillars. I'm not saying that these are mine. Like you can absolutely take whatever, whatever resonates for you. It's how are you taking care of all of those four? Because the more you take care of those, that's how you fill those voids. 
Because those voids that are happening is something telling us that there is a part that's neglected. Part, my love. That that was that was that has been such a hard void for me to fill because for the longest time I did not feel lovable. For the longest time, I didn't feel that I was worthy of love. And when I first had my rude awakening that, holy shit, I need help because this is not working out for me, was when I was like, I need to do something different. And I did. I I went into a 12-step recovery program because I was like, I need. I, what am I doing here? And in that program, I really got to see the tools that I've always had. I just now have them in a different way. And and one of the things is always about it's a daily constant battle. I think that for me was one of my um, the hardest things. I, and I think I said this in the last episode about how my kryptonite is me being impatient. I think I said that. Did I say that? I don't know. But anyways, it's it's being impatient is very like I am not a very patient person. I like results fast. I like things to happen fast. And when they don't, I lose sight and then I I don't I don't I it falls through. What I've learned in my recovery is that that's me always wanting to be in control because when things weren't out of were out of control, that's when it was hard for me and scary and unsafe. And so in order for me to feel safe, I need to have control. In order for me to have control, I am this like control freak. And it's exhausting. It's like a cycle that never ends. And so I just started seeing, oh, it's all about one day at a time. It's all about consistency. It's all about just one day, one day. Instead of me focusing so much on, I need to do all of this and I need to have all of this done by the end of the month or the end of the week or the end of the year. It was, I started to really say like, no, just one day at a time. I'm working towards this one day at a time today. I can't get, I cannot get, I cannot be left behind in tomorrow and yesterday it's done and over with. Yesterday I did what I did and there's nothing, I can't go back and erase that. And I don't want to get caught up in the future because I don't have control of that. Spirit spirit has this amazing way of showing you sometimes how much control you truly have, which is nothing. Because when we get so caught up of like, I'm controlling my life, I have all these things, and spirit's like, boom. I wasn't expecting that. Well, yeah, because you don't have control. So anyways, when I started to realize I don't have control over nothing, but only me and only my reactions and only how I was going to react and interact with life, that was when I realized that includes everything about me, like my food, my relationship with money, my relationship with my friends, my relationship with my partner, my relationship with my family, my relationship with everything. And so that's why I started to really see like, no wonder I feel so empty. Because I've been trying so hard to take care of others that I have been feeling empty. Like I'm feeling, I was feeling a void with things that I, that were not supposed to fill my void. I'm hoping this is making sense. Cause I, as, as I said it out loud, I'm like, does that make sense? <laughs> and so that's, that's how I've started developing a healthier relationship with everything, not just with food. 
you know, and I'll, I'll talk, I'll make another episode for sure about money mindset and being able to how I've done it with, with financial abundance and seeing the abundance around me. But I really wanted to talk about food because this, this one was interesting how it came last night. And, and especially because it was all about being enough. And I didn't realize just how much my whole life, I never felt enough. And when I started this healing journey, really diving into my spiritual healing journey, I started to feel enough. I started to feel worthy. I started to feel deserving. And the more I tapped into those feelings, the more I started to see and fill my cup. Where now, I'm full. I feel full. I feel full. Like It's like so full. My heart is bursting of just how much love I have to give and how much happiness I have around me. And yes, crazy shit still happens. I still have my moments. I'm a human. I'm not fucking perfect. But it's so beautiful to know that I'm full. Because I do. I truly do feel full. Um, and now anytime I'm going to eat, I listen and I'm like, okay, am I hungry? Am I not hungry? And then when it, when it gets to a place of like, I feel full, it's like, I stop. It's so funny. I, I remember not too long ago, I went to a restaurant, um, which by the way, a lot of restaurants port, like the portions that they give us is ridiculous, ridiculous. But anyways, really nice restaurant. And they, um, I, I ate, I listened to my body. I stopped. I think I was like only halfway done with my plate. And the woman's like, oh, do you want a box? And I looked at her. I'm like, no, thank you. And she looked at me like, oh, you don't want a box? Like, because I left a lot. Uh, I, I, true, I, I know. I'm very well aware. I left a lot. But let's be honest with you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to eat it when I get home. I'm. Pr it's probably going to stay in my fridge for a few days. Because I also don't like leftovers. <laughs> I just don't like, I don't like leftovers. <laughs> Food tastes weird afterwards. Like it's, and I'm honoring that about myself instead of feeling guilty, instead of feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm wasting food. Like, no, I'm not wasting food. You guys are wasting food because you're giving me more food than I should be eating. We live in a society that loves overindulgence. No, I don't need that much food. Half portion. That's cool. Uh, you know, and I'm just the rest. If if it's gonna go, if it's gonna go to the garbage, then it's gonna go. Like I'm not gonna feel bad about it. I ate what my body told me, and that's that. And so I really have also learned to just let go of the game and the, the, let go of the guilt and the shame that has been associated with food for me. And so and so, yeah. There's been a lot of that. I've also have really learned to not get so caught up with, this is me. I've also have learned to not get so caught up with the, uh, the, uh, the extreme of, oh, it has to be healthy. It has to be whole wheat. It has to be like, my body knows. Why don't I just go back and listen to my body? If I eat something and it messes up my stomach, okay, I won't eat that again. I know. Because when we don't listen to our body and we ingest other things, like, how is that any better? 
how is that any better? It's like really about listening to your body. And a lot of healthy, a lot of quote unquote healthy foods, a lot of things that people are saying, this is healthy. I mean, if it's healthy, why is my stomach hurting every time I eat it? Like what's going on? And it's listen, listen to your body. Listen to your body. Your body knows. Your body knows what it needs. Listen to it. Um, and that's that's honestly what I've been doing. That is how I have lost over 40 pounds in one year. And I didn't, I didn't even know that I lost the weight. Honestly, I truly don't even, I didn't even know I lost the weight until the other day I weighed myself and I'm like, wow. And it, oh, and I and the only reason why I weighed myself was because people kept commenting, oh, Crystal, you look like you look like you're losing weight. And I'm like, oh, thanks. You know, take the compliment. I wasn't going to deny it, but I just didn't, I just took it. I just didn't embrace it. Until the other day, I was walking and my pants are literally falling off of me. And I'm like, okay, my pants are falling. What the heck is happening? Um, and that's when I was like, let me weigh myself. And I did. And I was just like, when did this happen? What did this happen? And then I started processing it. And it's just like, because I, I feel enough. I feel full. Life is filling me. And my addiction to food is no longer, an, uh, is no longer there. Yes, I still love food. I'm absolutely a foodie. Don't get me wrong. I will eat if, if something looks good, smells good. Best believe I'm going to motherfucking eat that shit because I love food. But now I'm at a place where if it doesn't smell good, doesn't taste good, it doesn't look good, I'm not, I'm not going to force myself to eat it. And, and if it is, I'm, I'm going to enjoy it. I'm going to savor every single moment of it until my body says, okay, we're done eating. And then I'm done. And then I think, I thank my body. Thank you so much. Hope this is what you needed. My body will let me know if it if it was something what it needed or didn't need. One hundred, but I I really like want to emphasize the importance of listening to our bodies, the importance of being able to tap into that part, and I see that with my kids. I so see that with my kids, because the more I show them, like because my kids will tell me, I'm like, "Mommy, why aren't you eating?" I'm like, "Mommy's not hungry." Oh, you're listening to your body? Yeah, I'm listening to my body. Or sometimes I, I am. I Sometimes I grab something and they're like, mom, why are you eating that? I'm like, I'm hungry. Oh, okay. Like, simple as that. Listen and let your kids listen to their body. Now, because we live in a society where we are like just throwing so many things at kids. Also, don't don't let your kids go to an extreme. Like if I let my, trust me, if I let my kids listen to their body and all they want is ice cream all day, <laughs> that's, not, that's not listening to their body. That is listening to the sugar that their body is craving because sugar is an addiction. Sugar is an addiction. Sugar is a substance. That is part of the addiction. So if you are if you are addicted to food, it's not just about the food. It's looking at what kind of food. What is this food providing your body? Sugar is a substance. Sugar is an addiction. My kids are addicted to sugar. So of course I am not going to let them listen to their body when their body is telling them that they want sugar. But I'm helping them listen to their body and saying, how about we put some nutrients in there? 
And then if you're still hungry, we have a little scoop of ice cream or a little bit of a brownie or a little bit of a cake. Listen to your body. And so it, it helps. It really does work a lot. And, and the more I listen to my body, the more I see what I need and what I don't need. And it's so beautiful. It's such a beautiful thing because now what I have seen is when I listen to my body and I'm not so worried about the calories or worried so much about the, my weight or I'm not so worried about like how, like I get to enjoy and be more in the present moment. So those, those tea events that I went to, I had fun. I, I enjoyed it. The food was good. The tea was good. But the quality time that I got to spend with my friends now that filled me, filled me to the rim where I didn't, I don't even think I ate all. Like maybe I did. I can't remember. And um, the one event I did with all my girls, I ate all because I was hungry that day. I remember thinking, oh shit, I'm hungry and everything tasted so good. But with my other friend, there was, I was like, oh, okay, I'm full, but I'm enjoying this. And I'm not going to eat all of this. Like, I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not hungry. And really being able to listen to your body. But also like enjoying the people around you, enjoying the things around you. So be more mindful of that. Um, eating, slow down, eat your food, taste every single morsel of that plate, everything. I highly, and I do this with my kids too, but I highly encourage if you're going to eat, don't eat with your tablet, don't eat with your phone, don't eat with the TV on, don't eat with any electronics around you because the moment we start to mindlessly eat, that's when we're eating and we're eating and we're eating and, but we're not filling our cups. That's why our bodies end up being so full and like, oh, I just ate my whole meal and I didn't even feel it because you were not immersed in those around you in that moment, spend more time with your loved ones. Enjoy your meals. If you are going to eat by yourself, enjoy that meal. Sit. Don't be. Don't look at your phone. Enjoy it. Say to your talk to people. Actually, it's so funny. I had lunch yesterday by myself at this uh, little Mocha Magic place. It's called Mocha Magic. Really cute uh, little um, coffee shop, and I got a sandwich. And I did. I sat and I was just like, talk like I people probably thought I was making out with my food. I was like, you are so good. You are so delicious. Like, dang, I could taste you. This is so good. And I just ate it. And I think I only ate half of it because the other half I was like, okay, I'm done. Like I'm full. Like. And and actually I started nitpicking because I was like, I don't know, I'm still hungry, but I'm not hungry for the bread anymore. I, I want the meat. So I just started eating the the, the chicken strips and that's it. And then I was done. And I felt good. I felt great. Went on to my next thing, not feeling like bloated or anything, but because I was intentional and being present. So I hope all of this helps you on your journey. It's really has helped me tremendously on my journey, especially my relationship with food and my weight and who I am. And so I'm excited. So I, I hope that this all helps um, develop your relationship with food. If you have any questions, you always hit me up. I'm always here for you. This has been an ongoing journey for me. I'm not perfect. It's progress, not perfection. Um, there's days where I mess up. That's cool. But again, it's one day at a time. Sometimes it's one hour at a time. And sometimes best believe it's a breath at a time. All right. I love you so much. Thank you all for being here for this episode. I am sending you all so much fire and butterflies. And as always, don't forget, love your now. Bye.